0: Previously, on This American Wasteland.
1: Okay, now, what happened after you left?
2: We got about half
1: halfway here
2: when we heard something. So we split into two groups. Me and Richard in one. Carson and Ray in the other one. We didn't get very far at all. then, we heard something. We heard them, it had to be. I did the only thing I could think of to do. If I let him take me or he would have killed me. There was a brick on the ground. I just reacted, fight or flight. I grabbed it and I rushed at him. With everything I with every fiber I had in me, I I had it over my head, and it planted square into his face. It was so loud. My ears were ringing. He shot me. He hit me. You knew that part. but it worked. It must have worked. It must have been enough. I saw him hit the ground. There was so much blood.
0: I was still a little out of
3: it, but I came to when I heard the shot. He fucking shot Anna. But I forced myself up. She was losing blood. We needed to get back here. Luckily, we got back here when we did.
0: It was close.
4: Yeah too goddamn close. I think it would be best if we keep a watchful eye on the horizon.
3: I will gladly relieve Corey of his watch for the next few hours.
0: No, act. I... Actually, I'll... I'll go. I think it would really help me. The fresh air and stuff. You know... Yeah, uh, I'll go. My god, so many steps. Oh god, so, still so many steps. This shit is crazy, man. Oh, okay. Almost there. Though, almost to the door. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. The door.
4: Hey. Joseph. What's going on? Uh, is Anna okay? Is is Richard did did something happen?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh hey, we were we were all talking down there ap- after finding out what happened with with Anna and Richard and Ray and Carson. Uh we were thinking Vox thought Everyone kind of thought That uh You know you probably have a lot to catch up on Down there I'm I'm here to relieve you for a while (laughs) You're probably pretty damn tired Man I uh I volunteered.
4: Yeah. Thanks, Joseph. It's been an incredibly long day. Glad you're stepping up a little. You need people, man. No one's in this ship by themselves. I will admit, in the not so recent past, that I have been guilty of trying to keep our group where it is. I pushed for it with Vox, but he he believes, you know? But it's, it's because an influx would be so hard to regulate. Who can we trust? We've already run into problems, you saw, that put every single one of us at risk and led to us having to leave a place we thought we were safe, a place we thought we were established. <sighs> a place with some semblance of normal or something even close What? <sighs> there there just is no safe not anymore hey yeah
0: thanks Safe. Not safe. There is no safe. <laughs> that really seems to be constantly setting in. Sun is setting. The day. A whole day. A long day. <laughs> Only a day. Time continues to lack any kind of meaning. Did he stay up here with no place to sit down? I... Damn. Dude is serious. I guess there's that duct or whatever. That probably holds. i sat on one of those before. But you can't really see over the edge of the building to see if anyone's coming. Would kind of defeat the whole purpose. Damn it. Holy shit, that is so far. Okay. You agreed? You agreed? You can do this. Just Maybe only walk over there uh, for a few minutes, or like whenever I hear something. On alert, or just suck it up. Nope, can't suck it up. Can't. Nope. 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 Okay, that's better. That feels safer. This is fine. This is safe. I can still see. But I can't fall. That's the goal. I can do that. I can do that. Not fall. Alone on the road. I wonder what Corey did while he was up here. I really hope that guy does something fun or interesting. Something other than not like me (laughs) or not trust me. I mean, I never did anything to not earn his trust, I guess. He is right, though. I'm sure Vox probably told him to look for me. Definitely wasn't his idea, from the sound of it. And I'm sure he tried to convince him otherwise. I don't know who I should think. <laughs> like, would I have rather? Stayed home and never have stolen that radio, but then possibly, probably have gotten caught and killed by a group of batshit extremists that I thought for sure would have been wiped out from the virus. I don't know. I'm alive. And it's probably thanks to them. I still don't really understand how they were able to actually find me anyway, though. Like, how many people know how to triangulate a signal or whatever? Maybe Corey was like special ops or like a f- communications major. Is that what a communication major does? Or is it like someone who like majors in like speech? Or radio? Maybe he was a broadcast dude or something. I don't know. Or maybe Vox? He seems like he could have been some kind of intelligence person like with the feds or something. Or maybe he was just, like, a ham radio enthusiast (laughs) who knew how to do stuff. Like the dad in that movie, Frequency. guess it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter matter. Like like a fucking fucking mantra. Every time I ask or bring up people's past, it it doesn't matter. Like like on the way here, Vox said that. He hiding something? Ashamed of something in the past too painful, too embarrassing, too soon, too real, too nefarious? It doesn't matter. That is a thinker. Maybe everyone's just really not into small talk. Polite conversation is what doesn't matter. Normal isn't a priority. <laughs> the world is abnormal. Why shouldn't conversation follow suit? Alex, cool though. Someone I was actually able to get some real talk and some actual answers from. Maybe I haven't done enough to earn their trust yet. I. I really haven't done much to go out of my way to approach anyone. Much less talk to them, and get to know them. I remember when I finally learned that you don't have to ask people what they did for a living or Stuff like that. Like that doesn't need to be the start of a relationship or a conversation. Like That was always just kind of put there as a way to either judge someone who you assume didn't measure up to your standards or maybe a way to try and find common ground through line of work that isn't what makes a person who they are i remember when i first actively changed that in my life i would go out of my way to do it like and ask someone what their favorite pizza place is or like the best movie they've ever seen Nothing crazy or deep, but it always kind of caught him off guard. Didn't really go too well with meeting parents for the first time though. Eventually I just stopped asking any kind of introductory questions. It didn't matter. I didn't realize that I was doing literally the same principle, but replacing. So what do you do with other inane questions? So I said, fuck questions. (laughs) Let's just talk. Let's just share a space together. Share a, a beer, tell a joke. Enjoy life in the moment. That's all we have anyway. Series of moments, good, bad, awkward, heartbreaking, painful, happy. I've been so consumed with painful in heartbreaking moments that I was too exhausted to add new ones with any of these people. If or when someone hears these recordings, I I don't even know if it'll make sense. It'll be honest. Honest. Moments of honesty. I used to dream for years being here, being able to look out at the city in Texas growing up, I just felt so tired and restless from seeing the same streets every day for years, decades, never finding anything new, just new businesses in the same old buildings. problem when you've been somewhere all your life, I guess. It's why I loved being on the road as a musician. Finally, had a chance to see you new. I never understood the people who hated moving around all the time. I, I guess, as a kid, it would suck make friends, and then a few months later, you're gone again, off to the next school. That was before smartphones, cell phones, even. (laughs) So keeping in touch was a lot more of a conscious effort. There wasn't, like, a quick log on to Facebook or Instagram to see but every single person you've ever met did that day. Just cataloging their lives like some kind of tabloid spread. But now that it's gone. I would do I would give anything to be able to to pull out my iPhone and call my mom. See see how my dad's doing. Talk to my sister, hear my nephew to hear or talk to any <laughs> anyone familiar. Fuck, I missed that. (laughs) The city looks so different now that it's all dark. Still has the beauty it always did, but the pulse. It's like not knowing if it's alive or dead. Like it could go either way at any second. It was the middle of the night when everything went down. I feel like I never even got to say goodbye. Hard to see too far in the distance. (laughs) If that isn't a fucking metaphor for life. I don't regret being here. I don't regret leaving. I don't regret anything I've done since all of this except for one thing. One thing. Shutting out the only world I have left around me. And Kat is still fine, of course, but... the people. These people are scared and fighting every urge they must have to break down and give up. But goddammit if they aren't resilient. They're strong. They're together. They actually have hope. That must give them hope.
3: really does, man. What
0: the fuck? <laughs> Sorry.
3: Sorry, man. I mean, brought you a camping chair. Cory doesn't like using it, but it'll be standing, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm really in the best shape. Those fucking stairs are brutal. <laughs> man. <laughs> Thanks. Alex. How... How... Uh... How much of that did you hear?
3: Um, Since you started talking about calling people or something about being a kid or moving around a lot or something. I feel the same way, dude. A lot of us do.
0: Yeah? I kinda thought so. (laughs) Picked up on that. Did you ever...
3: Uh, When actually did you move here?
0: You said you're from Texas, right? I did. I don't typically talk about it too much. You don't talk about anything too much. Yeah. (laughs) Did you hear the part about where I'm trying to be better about that? must have missed that part. A couple years. Two years in, back in. When is it even now?
3: (laughs) Honestly, I couldn't tell you, man. Uh, September, maybe?
0: Hey, has anyone here, have any of you? Have you had to deal with the virus? like, since you've been cohabitating. I know I've been kind of shitty and don't deserve answers any more than anyone else does, but... Man, I I gotta know. No one ever talks about anything. Pretty fucking frustrating. I know no one is meaning for it, but... The whole thing just kind of feels like maybe denial, you know? Like if no one says anything, then nothing is wrong. I know. I know that everyone knows that there's like a million things wrong everywhere, like all the time, but in a not so small way. It's been on my mind every day since I got here. There. You know?
3: When I first got with him, it seemed like all was good. Like things were kind of heading in the right direction. A good direction. Like, safe. Maybe about Three weeks later, time's hard to gauge, a couple that had been here before I got here, Jess and Alan, were their names, that uh, people would get us confused at first. Not because we looked alike or anything, but because of the names, you know? Like, if you're just talking out loud and say, Alan, Alec, Alan, Alec. It was hard to enunciate through a face cover, I guess. Uh, but Jess and Alan started showing signs, now. Kim wasn't with us just yet, and the rest of us didn't know if we were thinking clearly or if we were just paranoid. We all had some type of briefing session with Vox when we came here to get a kind of a quick medical eval and stuff to the best of our capabilities, you know if we'd had the virus before, how quickly we got over it, and so on and so forth. None of us had it, personally. It's crazy, right? Until then, until Jess and Alan, yeah. What we didn't know, though, is that the fucking thing kept mutating. Uh, people were able to get it like two or three times, and by that point, the body's just kinda You know? <sighs> they should no. We should've been smart and had them quarantined there. But it was already too late. Then they isolated. They didn't put up a fight. They were hoping they were on top of it, still being proactive. But a few more got it. Cat. John and Bradley, you met them. They went through it and it was, it was rough, but they came out the other side. We've all been as careful as we possibly can, but it's kind of like tiptoeing through a minefield sometimes, you know? (laughs)
0: Like how in a zombie movie, everyone just like automatically knows that you get turned into a zombie by being bit by one. (laughs) Hmm. This wasn't really like that, huh?
3: We did what we could. We do what we can. We keep our distance. We don't really fuck with anyone or anything that we don't know where it's been every hour of every day. That way of living wasn't really sustainable before everything went down. It was just people everywhere still. That's what made it so legal. We've all been on it, man. Short answer? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've had ones who had it. Some made it. Some Didn't. Is, is that? Holy shit. It's Carson and A lot of other people. There's kids with them. What the fuck? Um, I'm gonna go get Vox.
0: Yeah, man. Vox. Yeah.
1: This American Wasteland is brought to you by Modern Sonic Productions in association with SR Sound Design. The season of the show features Sean Ramos as Joseph, Corey Barron as Corey, Chris Gibson as Vox, Candice DeMeza as Kim, Brian Nesson as Ray, Joel Aramas as Carson, Nicole Nesson as Anna, Dano Colon as Richard, and Roman Trevino as Alex. If you enjoy the show, please take a moment to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Please be sure to visit our website at thisamericanwasteland.com for show updates, contact information, and news. You can also donate to the show. Please find us on Patreon, changing the way art is valued. This episode is brought to you in part by Ricky Gonzalez, James Hyatt, Philip Davila, and Nicole Nesson. If you like This American Wasteland, please take a moment to rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay tuned for upcoming special episodes and updates on season two of This American Wasteland. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there.